Oh, man. This is OG status right here. OG CNN. Wait, SNN. Whoops. SNN. <laughs> Not CNN. Not Careful, CNN. Man. CNN's although, gonna come after us. Although, <laughs> given CNN's though. programming, we might be on there pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're always pretty hungry for content. Uh, do any of you guys own airplanes? <laughs> I could I do act not know. Like no. Okay. <laughs> well, I work near a lot of airplanes. I don't think that really helps us though. <laughs> don't have access to one. Not yet. <laughs> well, I keep making this joke, but I'd probably feel bad, so I'm gonna stop. <laughs> Movies, TV, Blu-rays. If somehow you've consumed it on the screen with your eyes, then you'll hear it on Scene and Nerd. Here are the hosts of Scene and Nerd, Casey, Pete, and Matt, with a little help from Casey Franco. Welcome to Scene and Nerd. Uh, oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> This. this is oh yes okay <laughs> it's just how we're really gonna start this is gonna be a show about <laughs> movies and tv and blu-rays <laughs> just those three <laughs> nothing more yes you heard the you hear the intro still going on probably you can hear it's slowly that's, fading that's the effect of uh, of energy drinks on casey Right. Well, see, <laughs> or a burrito. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. More so the burrito. Uh, I was in. I was in the Mexican restaurant this morning, and they were out of Red Bull. And uh, I mean, because you drank it all already, <laughs> <laughs> baby. But now I'm forced to drink Rockstar like a peasant. So uh, <laughs> just a different kind of different kind of energized today, I guess. Oh man. Well, that's how it's like going to start today. Um, we're, do, we're doing a little something a little different today at Cena Nerd. We're we're recording our Age of Ultron uh, review, which we didn't get a chance to get to. But it's been like what two, three weeks now. So, yep. you have definitely had a chance to go watch it. Um, if if you haven't seen it yet, uh, sorry, don't not sorry. Listen. Uh, don't listen to this episode. Exactly. There ones out that you can listen to. <laughs> we're gonna have quite a few out today. So. Um, it's gonna be uh, like oh like we're going OG with this episode. It's I'm your host Pacing Pete with Mr. Casey Franco. Hey, it's, it's my name. And uh, Mr. I am Salzy. Oh wow, I I made it, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Me in. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we don't we don't have any fancy music, but uh, yeah, this is this is our Age of Ultron review. So uh, let's let's kick things off. Uh, Matt, you've had a chance to watch it a couple times, right? Yes, I watched Age of Ultron twice, uh, one in 3D and one not in 3D. So Dang. that kind of both experiences. Any any preference as to which one you you uh, um, heard? Or? Like okay, well I think Lauren mentioned it when we first talked about Age of Ultron a couple weeks ago. Um, but the 3D was done well. I just feel like it didn't really enhance the movie as like as as much as I thought it was. It was cool, but other than just like depth, you know. Like an extra layer of, of like depth or stuff like that. Like there wasn't <laughs> really much. Another dimension. Literally another dimension. Um, there wasn't really much to it. Like it wasn't like uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought did a better job of handling like three D stuff. It wasn't gimmicky. Um, I can kind of tell that they had three D in mind for the movie, but they just didn't really like utilize it as well as I thought. And there's just a lot of good shots with like the Infinity Gem, like all kind of floating around and. 
falling into the gauntlet, possibly. So, um, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Other than that, but um, if you haven't, I mean, if you haven't watched it yet, what are you, what are you listening to this for? <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> but, with um, your life? <laughs> what are you doing in your life? Just pause or do a <laughs> you, you No, do a don't even along? pause. It's a <laughs> podcast. Just what? what? <laughs> Just go into the movie theater. Listen yeah. to the podcast while you watch the movie. Problem <laughs> that, solved. That yeah. makes so much sense. People won't care. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just play it as loud as you can so everyone can. <laughs> Tell your friends. Uh, yeah, so if, if you didn't watch it in 3D, don't feel like you're missing out on too much. Um, yeah, that's all I can say. Well, I mean, I, I saw it on 3D, the IMAX 3D, but the only reason, you know, I'll be honest, like, I could have just watched it in regular, like, digital form or whatever. Like, I didn't have to see it in 3D. The reason I went and saw it in IMAX is because I knew that uh, the Batman v Superman trailer was playing before it um, on the IMAX screen. So I really wanted to see that on the IMAX screen. And then also, I didn't even notice this, but if you go watch it on IMAX, there is, like, a 10% or 10%, a 10 minute. Uh, f- there's t- 10 minutes of footage of Tomorrowland, and I did not know that they were showing that. So that is uh, awesome. Just Tomorrowland looks up. so cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. So the the footage they showed was pretty awesome, um, and it certainly got me uh, even more intrigued to watch it. I I already kind of was, but now I even more want to uh, check it out. So. Uh, if when you haven't I, seen it yet, go check it out. Go see that. When when I went and saw Ultron, some shit actually happened during the Tomorrowland uh, trailer. I, this has never happened to me before. Where like you guys saw it in an extra dimension, I actually had one less dimension because when the Tomorrowland trailer started, <laughs> the sound in the theater completely died. Like all of the sound <laughs> went off. Are you just, serious? It was just dead <laughs> silence until the movie started, and like the whole audience was just sitting there passive aggressively, like looking around, like, "Well, <laughs> who's gonna be the person to go?" <laughs> I, I was in the back. I was just like, <laughs> "I was like, someone take the initiative," and some dude in front actually like ran out to go get a security guard. Oh, a security that's... guard, security. There's, there's, there's <laughs> no <laughs> sound. You have to help. Man, <laughs> I would be freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, it was a little bad. They had to they had to rewind the first scene of the movie because there was no audio. It went for that it. far. It went that far. We were. I was like, man, this was an interesting stylistic choice. Uh, <laughs> no audio. <laughs> All these explosions and no sound. I mean, it's very 1920s of them. Uh, not exactly forward thinking, but I dig it. If the what artists if the opening- do a black and white movie, they can do a silent film. Sure, why not? What if the opening sequence was like a like 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 a colorized silent film? <laughs> it, was, it was just a shot of Scarlett Johansson like reaching her hand out, and then it's just sun's getting real low. <laughs> you see, you see like Captain America on screen. Captain America on his on his motorcycle, and he's like mouthing something. Then the little like black and white screen comes up. It says language in quotation marks. <laughs> it is the point, and then his language. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's great. They, uh, you know what? They that needs to happen now. We need a silent version of Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yep. Just oh, the language shit. part would just kill it every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, but let's let's uh, like we're we always do. We're, yeah, getting, no, we're get getting back off to the track. serious, so, uh, serious podcast. Serious, serious podcast. Serious podcast. All right. End scene. Um. So. End nerd. End nerd. Uh, nerd. Oh yeah, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> uh. So, you know it's. We had Ultron now. He's the villain. He's the new guy, uh, James Spader. Uh, Matt, what did you think of Ultron? Did, did would you say he um, live? Would you say he was about the same as Loki in the first one, or would you say 
he was better or maybe just a step below? It's a little tough to compare the two. They're both kind of like just straightforward evil guys. Um, I think Loki had a little more fleshed out because, you know, he was like always living in Thor's shadow and stuff like that. So um, it's kind of tough because Ultron was just kind of like born. He's like all of a sudden he's like taking over Jarvis. He's locking him out of like warning Tony Stark about what he's doing. It's like, okay, he got evil really fast. And um, I was looking forward to Ultron being kind of confused. A little bit. Maybe because I watched uh, Ex Machina before <laughs> the Avengers, so I was kind of like hoping they would take that approach, just not as slow. So, like, um, uh, but I mean, overall, like, uh, I mean, he's a good villain. Ultron is just hell evil robot guy, and James Spader, man, he like really, he really nailed it. Like, the cadence in his voice was really heavy um, and uh, just super dark sounding and judgmental. He was almost like, uh, like, Shades of Lee Pace, where he was so like mm-hmm. resolute in his ideas, and um, so it was a uh, pretty cool. Like people of Earth, you stand accused. <laughs> so I'm gonna throw a city down and back at you from, <laughs> from the stratosphere. So um, yeah, I liked Ultra. I like his design too. He looked really good. I like how there's two forms of him. Um, that scene where he, like later on in the movie where he like kills his former self and is like you know four foot, like four feet taller and like even more metal e looking super metal bro um, <laughs> metal as fuck metal as fuck bro <laughs> and then yeah so um although i don't know like like he, his face wasn't as like menacing as i thought um he looked way too humanoid i feel like in his second form i thought he would cuz he's all about saying you know humanity has to evolve all that will be left is metal i was kind of hoping for him to kind of like have a more like aggressive kind of face or something like that, but um, I think they wanted to stick with like a sleek, smooth kind of look for him, which is, I mean, just as good. No, I I agree. Um, Spader was awesome. I was I was surprised at how humorous uh, he was. I, it was oh, yeah. a, lot, a lot more comedy than I would have expected, and that, yeah, not that was... that's a bad thing. Go ahead, Case. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Um, I I like James Spader as Ultron. I, the character just didn't strike me as that evil. I don't know. Like he seemed like he seemed like an Adam West villain. Like <laughs> like he was gonna like, like the whole cow. The drop. <laughs> yeah. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like like dropping the dropping the city from orbit was unexpected i thought that was fucking badass that was awesome i i loved i loved that whole scenario but it's like is he gonna turn all the city's water into jelly next like yeah he's gonna <laughs> I, I don't i don't know he's gonna steal um, every little kid's candy <laughs> right like he's he 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 becomes this he's an artificial intelligence my pokemon are fully healed <laughs> yep and we've been sued by Nintendo. I just got the email. Uh, Shut James, it down, guys. Right, right now. Now. <laughs> uh, Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really like I like James Spader. I like the character. Um, I just thought that they didn't they didn't take him as seriously as I would have hoped. Like the trailer was very ominous, and I thought he was going to be super brooding and like really dark. But he turned out to just be like. He's just straight up Pinocchio. Like he has rage issues. Like he tells a lie and his nose grows a little bit. Like I, I, don't, I don't know. There's no strings on him. <laughs> his nose he was flatter. <laughs> right. It's reverse Pinocchio. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I 
I I like the Marvel brand of like one-liners and like comedic supervillains and things like that, but I thought they could have maybe toned it down a little bit for this character cuz it kind of it took me out of it a little bit. And I know I I've, I've talked to a couple people who kind of yeah, feel the same way. Now, I can see that. one of the one it's of still the a great movie though, don't get me wrong. One of the big complaints um and I can say this for myself as well about the, all the villains in the in the MCU. Now, the only one now I'll, I'll let me just pref- let me just start off by saying um Loki and Ronan are, up to this point have probably been my favorite villains uh because well, I just let me just say they're my favorite villains. But let me just go back to what I was saying before that which was the big complaint of Marvel villains is they all for the most part have had uh, like a god complex, and I, I've heard this a lot from people. Now, would you say that Ultron um, wasn't similar in having that kind of complex? He just wanted to get rid of humanity, um, or would you say there was shades of that with his character Map? Um, I think they all have that similarity, and I don't really find it too much of a problem. I don't think it's uncharacteristic. Uncharacteristic. I think that the writers just want the audience to feel like the whole world is in peril. Um, if you're if you're doing direct comparisons to like DC, I would say a lot of DC villains just have a lot of grudges and vendettas um, against the title character. Um, uh, I guess minus Bane, but not really. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is um, the 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 differences between um like Ultron and say like previous characters is um or previous villains is they weren't really like fleshed out as much um and I know that they wanted um some kind of a some kind of a villain that would like you know disrupt how earth like how earth really isn't safe even from outside of you know its walls so like safe from outer space like that was one of the driving forces from Tony um, or from Tony Stark, huh? First name basis with Tony Stark. Huh? <laughs> <Sure>. um, <laughs> yeah, pinkies up. Uh, <laughs> one of his driving things was like, you know, uh, the like space, you know, aliens. That's like that's the next frontier of villains. That's why I need to make Ultron. And then what they wanted to drive home was like, you know, no, there's still plenty of villains that could happen on Earth. So, so we're never really safe, you know. So that's why we need the Avengers to be a team. That, I think that was one of the main themes of of the movie, um, but. I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ultron uh, does. I mean, it's it's hard to complain about a villain with a god complex because it's so like not not expected. That's a bad word, but it's so like um, it's it, it's it's easy to grasp. So a lot of people can get hooked by on, on that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Because well, I it, I honestly don't mind. A yeah, lot, I know. I don't do. I don't mind either. It's it's a pretty popular archetype for supervillains, but only because it works so well. If they just that's have a god, say, yeah. yeah. If they have a god complex and they have the means to like achieve that, then yeah. I mean, write write your supervillain with a god complex, absolutely. Especially if they're Loki and are a literal god, then I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> just one less step. Um, but I mean, I think they could have played up. They could have played Ultron up a little bit more. They almost they like. They like nerfed him, so to speak. I don't know if yeah. you guys play MMOs, uh, but they they nerfed him, right? He like he, he seemed like he didn't have, I don't know, as many like cool things about him as he could have had. He's like in the internet. He's an artificial intelligence in the yeah. internet. Technically, the he could internet. be he could be on everyone's cell phone. He could be in everyone's computer. I mean, they bring up like, oh, what if he gets the nuke codes, and then he just never kind of goes back 
to that. They never yeah. even broached like, oh, that Jarvis subject. prevented it from happening. But like, <clears throat> how much? How much more awesome would have been like the threat for like you know global war? Like, what if Ultron was like, you know, the only way for human humans to be evolved is to you know exterminate themselves? Like, it was cool that they you know lifted a giant city into the world, <laughs> you know, over the <laughs> Earth and trying to drop it on us. But like, how cool would it be if he got like nuclear codes and like they were all gonna launch? So it's a scramble of like you know governments being like, did you do that? Is this Ultron? Who's Ultron? Is Ultron working for you? You know, like. You know, having the whole world in disarray, like how much cooler would that have been? Like, I, in my opinion, I think it would be kind of more interesting. Yeah, that that could have been that could have been another interesting direction. Go Terminator, Terminator with it. Yeah, might as well, right? <laughs> are, are, are you? Would you have preferred a more Terminator approach with his like the whole machines versus humans? Um, hmm, maybe I thought because uh, I, I mean, like he's in the internet. Like he's in he's in the internet. Like cloud based yeah. storage could have been the supervillain. Like I don't know why he didn't just back himself up on Google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> you know why he, he so it was Ultron's fault that everyone with an iPhone got the latest U two album. <laughs> take, take that humans. <laughs> Listen to so, Bono. <laughs> so mean. So mean. Pete, I know you're a big YouTube fan. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I just had to say it because it oh my god. Head. That's so. Funny. I'm crying inside right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm crying too, Pete. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like being a part of the internet, like he could have done, like he could have like sent out a message to everyone's phone or something like that. He could have made his presence known to the outside world, besides from that little small part of what was presumably like uh, Western Europe <laughs> or Eastern Europe. No, I'm. I'm- I want to, you know, we talked a lot about Ultron. I want to get to the the team. Uh, now, when we open the movie, they're straight going after Hydra. Uh, yeah. Trying to find yeah. the, in, what do they call them? The Enhance? Enhance? You know, like. Uh, enhance. Is that what they call them? The Enhance? Well, they were, they were trying like to find it. the staff. That's the biggest thing. The staff, yes. Yeah. Um, now, okay, so we've been through the first Avengers. We know they're a team now. And were you guys okay that, boom, they're just there? They're already formed. We don't need to know how they got contacted. We don't know how, how they, they came together, how they even had a plan to work together. Are we okay that it came out that, – that very beginning came out very episodic? I mean I, I, it kind of confused me a little bit, especially at the ending where they like all go their separate ways because that beginning kind of led me to believe that in their spare time, they're just avenging together. Like there was yeah. no like – Avengers Assemble, like Captain America with a conch shell. There was like none of that. They just <laughs> were there. Boom. Another thing, side note, I thought that was, aside from the slow motion thing at the end, probably the coolest fight scene in the entire movie. Oh, that yeah. Opening, was the opening shot. Uh, that yeah. was an interesting, interesting turn of events. What did you think, Matt? Would you rather them show a little bit more depth with how they came back together? Or were you cool with them just, boom, there they are? I was, it, I was crazy. Okay, I was super cool with yeah. super cool with with them just <laughs> jumping right into that. And um, even if like knowing that the act the action sequence in the beginning, the opening sequence was awesome. Um, even if I didn't know that already, like if someone you know didn't tell me that the act, the opening sequence was like the best in the whole movie, um, I would have ex- I would have really hoped and expected actually for you know there be nothing, no setup, just um, like. I think like a quick thought of like you know um, that that quick line or something saying we have to get the staff and that's it. So I was like, okay, they're together, whatever. We know that the Avengers are together. The whole movie was setting up that they're a team that could be called upon at any time. 
Um, so yeah, I didn't really need that in the beginning. I, I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. Yeah, uh, like I kind of knew what we were signing up for. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a little like I, I say it was a little bit jarring, but I would rather it. I would rather it cause a little bit of confusion weeks down the road when I'm thinking about it, rather than spend the first couple of minutes in a very boring way, just having them all yeah. like come together from their collective. I don't know places of living. I feel like <laughs> whatever they, they do at home. Yeah. I feel like we didn't need to see that montage of like them answering their own cell phones or something like that. <laughs> like we didn't really need that. You know, it's like, yeah, we, we get it. They're all together. We know who they are. We know they all work together. Mm-hmm. Now let's just see what happens. So yeah. They can all communicate with each other anyway with their earpieces yeah. that they you never see them actually put in, but that they use constantly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know where it is. It's it's not in their ears, that's for sure. <laughs> now now to build on top of that, you know, like I, I enjoyed the opening sequence too. I, you know, like it's like you said, Casey. Like I'd rather enjoy it at the moment and then worry about it weeks later and wonder why. But at the same time, it's like it was so good that you're like, whatever. Yeah. Um, exactly. But t- there was another scene, um, and I'm jumping ahead, but you know, whatever. Uh, it's the scene where Thor, where everybody's at uh, uh, Hawkeye's casa with his family, and. Uh, I'm sorry, are you Spanish? Are you Spanish all of a sudden? He pulled out the casa. I didn't want to say anything. What? I can be bilingual. (laughs) It's America. It's It's California. It's America, damn it. Yeah, it's California. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) now that I've definitely thrown you guys off. Um, So they're all there, you know, like regrouping after they just uh, got pretty whipped up on by uh, Ultron and his army. Um Thor's like pretty out of it. I mean, they've all been somewhat uh, uh, compromised by Scarlet Witch, uh, and it's obviously affecting every decision they make. When mm-hmm. Thor goes off on his own and then revisits his dream and finds the professor, I forget his name, but he kind of just comes back and he knows exactly what's going to happen with Vision and everything. Yeah. Do you think am, is it too much to? ask for more explanation as to how that just kind of corrected itself or were you okay that it was just kind of as is and he was just like no guys i saw it this is how it's gonna happen we got to trust vision that's it yeah that was my I, biggest complaint about the movie all right casey did, did you want to go no, 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 no go ahead please oh, okay I, I still have half a rock star i have to get down until <laughs> you're ready um so like <laughs> That was my biggest complaint about the movie, actually. And it was, um, like, I was kind of talking with, like, Lauren and Amy about it afterwards. Because I think I watched it before you guys. So we were talking on Twitter about it. And, um, like, we were piecing together all our different theories and reasons why that could have happened. And maybe we missed something in, like, the previous, you know, uh, Thor movie on how he knows these things. But I just came to the conclusion of they are, you know... They're already at a two and a half hour runtime. They needed to cut something, and they decided to cut Thor's like an explanation of how Thor knows how to piece together, you know, something like how did he know that there was something in his dream? How did he know to go to that pool of vision? You know, like there wasn't really an explanation of it, and that bothered me. What bothered me was what they kept in, which is probably a separate discussion they want to talk about later, is all the stuff between Bruce Banner and Black Widow. Um, I felt like they had to make a decision between those two storylines and they decided to go for Bruce Banner and Black Widow instead of explaining Thor's side, which I was a little disappointed on. But like I said, we can talk about that later. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah um, if they think about it, they did that 
certainly cuts into Thor, who really, if you think about it, Thor didn't have as much screen time as he did no. before. I mean, he was, he was, I don't he know, moved for like five minutes. Yeah, like, <laughs> like in I, total. Yeah, it was surprising how how little we saw of him, and I really liked Thor. Like Chris Hemsworth is awesome as Thor, so I was kind of disappointed by that. But what were you gonna say, Case? Oh, I, I, just that, like, I, it's just kind of assumed now that crazy shit happens with Thor's world, and like, it's just like because because magic. They don't really explain it; they it just kind of happens now. It's like just the driving force behind the movie, like Lo- Loki's staff. Like, why do these guys have it? What are they using it for? What's it made out of? Why does it work? How does it work? What does it work? Who does it work? What All the questions. Work? What? Where, what, <laughs> Wait, and what? when does it work? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just kind of like, oh, it's it's godly. It's 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 Asgardian. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Anyways, now getting yeah. getting to Matt's uh, what he was talking about with uh, Black Widow and. And Hulk, you know Bruce Banner. Yeah, what did what did you guys think of that? Because it's it's there's a lot of controversy. Yeah, that's that sparked like this huge debate. And I I don't know. Go ahead. Well, see, women characters, character. Well, yeah, women characters are are very. uh, It's a sensitive subject right now. Like you have a. a I have the redaction button. Like (laughs) like, my fingers on the redaction button. Good, good, good. All right. Just kidding. Um. Well, like, see, Game of Game of Thrones. George R. R. Martin, in a in a kind of famous interview, was once like one interviewer was like, "Oh, you write female characters really, really differently," and uh, he responded with, "Well, I've always thought that that <laughs> women are people," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, well, I mean, Joss Whedon is catching a lot of flack because he he let Scarlet or not Scarlet. Um, well, Black- Scarlett Johansson. Sorry, I, I confused that That's Scarlett. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow. Um, forgiven her. Like, she, she like, wants a relationship. She wants to settle down. She can't be an assassin all of her life. And uh, he's catching shit for that. But I think the, the most... Like, it, it could have happened with any of the other superheroes. And no one would have bat, like, batted an eye. They've all got their own issues that they're dealing with. Hers just happens to be that she doesn't want to be an assassin anymore. It's not because she's a woman. It's they're not making her character any weaker because of that. Arguably, they're making her character stronger because she recognizes that oh, she can't just be, she can't just be a moralist, ty- I, I don't know, crime fighter all the time. Yeah, she wants she wants a regular life too, which is the the end goal for all the other Avengers anyway. Even Tony Stark wants to eventually not have to do the avenging. Yeah, it's a very interesting point you make, Case, because everyone else is like, yeah, uh, so the whole point of me creating Ultron was so we don't have to fight. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and like you said, in the same way, Scarlett Johansson is the same way, but for some reason, is it, is it because she's a female that everyone's making a big deal out of it? Well, they would rather her, I think most people would rather her be a strong, a very, well, she is already a very strong female character. Uh, but they would rather see, they would people would rather see her as the standalone uh, don't don't answer to nobody strong strong independent uh, well black widow yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and I they think that maybe a relationship detracts from that a little bit which I which I I personally don't think is the case but maybe other people see it differently. I don't yeah, know why I, Joss Whedon is catching so much shit for this. I thought he was dearly beloved by everybody. It seemed that way. 
What do you think, Matt? I think um, it's it's weird because like ever like it's hard because if a woman shows emotion, people see it as weakness. Um, and I don't I don't agree with that. Um, I think uh, in in a movie when you see a you know, when people expect a strong female character, they don't want, you know, the idea of romance to be bogging down because that's kind of like, you know, uh, uh, a step backwards in terms of, of that. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. women were only focused on romance before, you know, and, and then now they're expected to not focus on it. I'm like, no, they should, you know, focus on both because that's how life is. You have more to life than just romance or just a job or yeah, you know, just just assassinating people left and right. <laughs> yeah, I know? mean... I'm- <laughs> Hawkeye's character has has a family, like an actual yeah. family and a wife. Like people aren't like, oh, this bitch over here actually has people he cares about. <laughs> it's funny because Hawkeye, I feel like, is the least like liked Avenger out of all of them. I mean, he's oh, awesome. I, don't get me wrong. I, but I love Hawkeye. Like, don't like like put like you know a bunch of people in a room and like say who's all the who uh, who's a fan of Hawkeye the most from the Avengers. You're gonna get like one hand, and it's like yeah. me or you, Casey. <laughs> and it's I like him so much. He knows where he falls. He knows where right? he falls in the pantheon. Yes. He's so cool. Because I like him the most, or not the most, but I would say I like him a lot. Top top three, definitely, out of all the characters that the that Marvel's come out of with um, the movies lately. Because he's the most put together character. He has like this. He's like arguably the strongest person. Okay. Yeah. Tony Actually, Stark yeah. may have like a giant suit that can punch Hulk in the face and capture him, but <laughs> arguably Hawkeye is the most like strong character. He knows what he wants. He has a family. He does it both. He set up, you know, a whole thing where he has this whole family life outside of S.H.I.E.L.D., off the grid. And, like, he's just, like, he's got everything going for him, and he knows what to do when it when it goes wrong. And, like, um, and it's, it's I guess they make him be, like, the, the person, because once he revealed his family, now everyone's like, oh, wow, you can have a family outside of Avenging. And I think that hit really uh, strongly with... Um, Almost said Scarlet Witch again uh, with, with uh, <laughs> Black Widow. To. It is tough not because to. um, it is tough. Yeah, um, because uh, it it hit her the hardest because you know she was thinking about that. She likes Bruce and all that stuff. So, but having her kind of go through like that uncertainty is perceived as like a weakness, and then coupling that with getting her taken as prisoner, um, I think a lot of people are just putting those two together as oh, she's the damsel in distress in this movie, which she's really not. She no, was, she kicks. She kicks just as much ass. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't have any superpowers. She has like her lightning stabs, like Nightwing stabs. Not saying, whoa, did I say Nightwing? Oh, whoa, shoot. whoa, sorry, whoa. whoa. What have you done? Whoa, you've, just you've kidding. This. They didn't steal that at all, and there's no similarities <laughs> between those two. Absolutely not, none no, whatsoever. None <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So like. She doesn't have superpowers. She got captured, and what's the first thing she does? She doesn't go, somebody help, grasping, like, you know, the, the gate that Ultron shut on her. No. Started looking around. She got resourceful and used Morse fucking code, as uh, I think Amy said in her rant. <laughs> or Someone said in her rant. I forgot who it was. Oh, I think it was someone on Twitter um, that follows the show. Uh, she, she was like, she used Morse fucking code. Not Morse code. Yeah. Morse fucking Morse code. Fucking code. <laughs> to contact an international whatever frequency to tell the team that I'm here. Like, Although I, I do have to know. say, like, why would why would Ultron give her a radio in that little <laughs> cell or the ability to send that? Was she like yelling out the cell window like like dot dot dash <laughs> dash dot 
Meanwhile, Hawkeye's listening on the radio, like, yes, yes, like writing it down. <laughs> dot and dash, dot and then dash, dot and then another dot. And then she sneezed and then dot dash dot. <laughs> so I'm glad we could talk about that. It's just, it's a, it was a very hot topic. Uh, it's still a hot, hot topic. To- and uh, I hate hot topic, man. I- hot topic is okay. It's a shitty place. It's, it's weird, <laughs> but they had a really awesome Legend of Zelda hat. It was a snapback, so I don't really care. It's cool. They have a go lot of Spencer's cool gifts. Just go to Spencer's. Spencer's is way gifts. more fun. Spencer's yes, is it is. Cool. Spencer's is pretty cool. Well, Spencer's cool gifts. You can get a cool, yeah, cool fanboy stuff and a dildo. And a dildo from the back. <laughs> Seen a nerd sponsored yeah. by dildos. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Pete, bet you didn't think the podcast was going to go this way, did you? I did not. No. Now we're throwing the curveballs. <laughs> Buster, I don't know. See, why. Uh, we can say we can make one of those jokes because Ultron was PG thirteen, right? So, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, mm-hmm. so we only get one. We get we one. Get one exactly. One. Yep. All right. So, um, okay. So I want to ask one you guys, what did you guys think of uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver? And do you agree <laughs> that Quicksilver should have died? Quote um, unquote died. Matt, I'll let you have this one first. Man, I didn't want him to die. I don't know why they had to kill him off, but um, I it's weird because it's, it's kind of going back to this. It's like, did it really need to come down to her brother dying for Scarlet Witch to, you know, become an awesome person, you know, to, yeah. you know, reach her full potential? Did it really have to be like the death of her twin brother? And I don't think so. Um, I don't know. Maybe they killed him off because they didn't know where to take him. Um, I, maybe they didn't see uh, Quicksilver fitting into the next, like you know, line of Avengers team. Um, why? I don't know. Because um, uh, I almost said Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh <laughs> what is his name? <laughs> oh, uh, what was Thomas, that his name? Thomas Dolby. Yeah, that's his name. That's, that's the one. not his name. That's definitely not his name. That's the one. Uh, he, Aaron Taylor yeah. Johnson. Yes, God. thank you. Not even close to Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> that guy. He uh, he did such a good job. Minus the accent. But other than that, he did such a good job. <laughs> well, I still can't look at him without uh, thinking of Kick-Ass. So. Me too. Oh. It's hard. He was it's super hard. buff, yeah, though. That's, super hard. that's where I know him from. Okay. All right. And the, and the hair. Yeah, sorry. Um, it, was, it was hard to recognize him without his voice cracking. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't. I guess they didn't see where Quicksilver would fit into that the MCU with the direction that they're going to. Maybe they didn't want Quicksilver just to kind of fade into the background as just another superhero um, that they're not going to have time to flesh out a story with. Because mm-hmm. um, if you you know, like I mean, kind of Falcon is kind of turning into that, but you know, um, maybe they didn't want more than one of those kind of just accessory heroes. I don't know. I didn't think he needed to die though final answer yeah i i feel i feel the same way i i mean and the like the way that they killed him off really wasn't sad it's like it wasn't it didn't seem justified it didn't seem justified to me like i know that he he saved hawkeye cool but but hawkeye was going to be gone anyway like hawkeye wants to just be with his family i don't even know if he's going to be in the next movie yeah so like why why i don't get why they had to kill off because we just fell in love with quicksilver like he just he just turn he just became an avenger he did the slow mo he did his first slow motion scene <laughs> as an avenger avenger yeah he popped his slow motion cherry and then they killed him and i, I just ah, man i felt i felt robbed cuz i really wanted to see wanted to see him have his own suit and go on to 
go on to create a supervillain of his own. Well, you know, like like in most comic books, now a character isn't really dead. Maybe they have a Lazarus pit around or something. True. Right? <laughs> maybe, um, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe Stark can brew up some herbal tea. That'll, that'll <laughs> it just rub it on the gunshot wounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There you go. No, not even. Just have him drink it, even though he's dead. <laughs> just pour it down oh, his throat. That's hilarious. Um, uh, I, ahead, yeah, I guess to, to add on to that, I was gonna say. Um, I guess maybe it would it would be too on the nose if he saved Scarlet Witch, but it would have been a much more uh, powerful scene. I feel like because I don't want to believe that they needed to kill off Quicksilver just to have that moment in the movie. You know where everyone's like, oh, I didn't see that coming. You know, I'd hate for the death of a character just for that reaction. You know, yeah. And it's like, and if it was that reason, just to get that reaction out of people, I feel like it's a little shallow of them to to. To, you know, it's kind of insulting the intelligence of the audience as well. If it was just for that reason, just go <gasps> get that gasp moment, and because um, he's such yeah. a cool uh, character, and yeah, like you said, he he just started being, you know, he turned face, so to speak. He yeah, all the WWE he just turned face. <laughs> he was like super not cool guy, very Can't misled, and yeah, and then just give him the rock bottom to Ultron or something. I mean, anyway, yeah, like man, Dwayne like, the rock bottom. No, okay, never mind. Can you imagine the Rock doing like? <laughs> A Russian accent. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I don't, I don't know Can why you they had smell to smell what the rock is cooking <laughs> in Mother Russia. <laughs> you smell what rock? I don't know the backwards of that. In Mother Russia, the rock smells what you are cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it took place in Russia. We're oh. terrible human beings in American. <laughs> Well, okay, so oh, so with that all said, what do you guys think of the new Avengers? The new uh, team? Man. Um, I think they're good. I, fuck, Papa I don't Doc? Know. Yeah. Wait, His what? real name is Clarence. What? What the fuck are you talking about? What? Oh, um, Anthony Mackie, you know, the guy who plays Falcon. He was at 8 Mile. Did you watch 8 uh, Mile? Who is Falcon? <laughs> the black guy at the end with the wings. <laughs> Oh, Falcon. Okay, right. Sorry, <laughs> I was Papa Doc. Oh, uh, okay. See, I, I habitual fedora wear. Also, <laughs> he was only in the movie for like two seconds. He didn't yeah. do anything. He was just yeah. like there at the end. He like has his wings out. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. I didn't see him fly once this movie. Yeah. See, Falcon I was I was disappointed. Oh, sorry, so good. Oh no, I was just saying I was kind of disappointed that like when uh, Fury came to save the Avengers. With uh, you know the big old shield ship, that because you saw like uh, War Machine come out, you know Don Cheadle. Yeah. I was yeah. expecting Falcon to come out. I was like, come on, man, get him involved. Like, yeah, he just doesn't. He just doesn't show up. Yeah, and even more so, like when you find out that he's in a, a new Avenger, I'm like, come on, he definitely should have been there then. Like, yeah, exactly. Everyone was opportunity. there. Come on, guys. So anyway, sorry, that's my rant. It's probably just one of those things that they had to cut for time. For time's sake. Also, side note, saw an article on Facebook the other day. Uh, hopefully this isn't offensive to anybody. I don't mean it in a way that is. But every superhero has a black dude backing them up. Every <laughs> single yeah. superhero has a black dude who has their back. Arrow has Diggle. The Flash has Joe. Okay? Iron Man has War Machine. Captain America has Falcon. There's more. There has to be more. <laughs> All of S.H.I.E.L.D. All of Shield has uh, has uh, Nick, Fury. Uh, Nick Fury. There has to be more. Um, I know that there is more. I'm thinking like 
What's like uh, the super oh, strong Thor, guy? Th- Thor, Thor, Thor has, Thor has, Thor has uh, the gatekeeper. Yeah, Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah. Idris Elba. Um, Man, I didn't think about that. And I don't think that's terrible in any way. If anything, I think it's it's kind of a pattern. Kind of a well, not just a pattern, but it's it's a good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I I hope I'm hoping at some point they introduce a black Avenger. Maybe in the next movie they do, and he also has a black dude backing him up. <laughs> Well, he's a white dude back him up. Or he is a <laughs> no curveball. No, no. They have an white. Asian backing him up. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, I, speaking from experience, white dudes do not make good hype guys. I have to admit, <laughs> we're not we're not that good at it. Uh, well, I will say this: the Black Panther is coming to Civil War, so say, yeah, I'm uh, almost. I, that's got to mean that he's going to be in Avengers three. This is my I, chance, guys. This is my chance to be village. in a movie. <laughs> Casey Franco as the backup white guy. <laughs> yeah, man. You go ahead and punch him in the face. <laughs> oh, awesome. shit. You punched that guy so good. Oh, shit. Look at his nice. face. Look at oh, his boy. High so, five. And I was like, I miss his hand because I'm uncoordinated and yes. white as fuck. <laughs> you're, wearing, you're wearing board shorts, um, boat, boat shoes, um, a bro tank, and sunglasses. <laughs> So you're pretty much uh, Channing Tatum from 22 Jump Street. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Are you, oh, just, man. you look like you just walked off the set of some really crappy reality show. Channing Tatum as the backup to Black Panther. <laughs> it's going to happen. You heard oh, it first on CNN. Nerd. Nerd well, exclusive. He is going to be Gambit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> they reintroduced Gambit in the MCU. Oh, my God. As part of Black Panther. You know, right right now. Line. Right now, the Marvel writers, the Marvel writers are in the writing room, like fuck, fuck, fuck. They're onto us. We gotta change it. This one group of idiots. <laughs> so, uh, what I wanted are we to talking talk- about? I don't I know. I, to- fuck it, man. I don't remember. <laughs> I wanted to touch on one more thing from the movie, uh, and that was how a lot of setup for future films. Uh, yeah, I want to so, go into yeah. that too. Yeah, Infinity Wars, Civil War, uh, even Thor's uh, next movie. You know, who knows where Hulk's going. And, and so it's going to be really interesting to see um, how all these different movies play out. Um, obviously, from you know having the effects of this, uh, there was a lot of Civil War uh, buildup in this. Uh, Matt, what did you think of... It, it seemed to me like there was a lot of hostility, I mean, between mm-hmm. Tony and, and uh, Steve. And, and there usually is, but... It seemed like it was there was so much more, you know, whether they were yeah. arguing about saving the planet or you know anything. I mean, they they almost went at it right before Vision came to life. Uh, what did you think of that? Yeah, this this kind of like goes back to when uh, remember when that preview was like leaked online of the um, the wood chopping scene and how um, everyone's like speculating like, oh, they're like arguing, like what's going on? Is this going to set up for civil war? So all that comes for, full circle now back to. The, the movie kind of just really uh, setting up now for um, their, you know, eventual uh, standoff against each other. And uh, we had this conversation, actually, after I watched, after we both watched it for the first time, um, how I didn't catch that at first. So when I went to watch it again, I was like, it was kind of in the back of my head. I wasn't really looking for scenes of them, like, uh, having friction. But now, like, I couldn't help it. Every single scene that when they're in the same room, they were at odds. And I thought that was an interesting touch because um, maybe I'm just it just went right over my head because I'm not Drax. Um, like <laughs> like the first time, maybe everyone else got it, but I didn't see that first. But now I'm like, man, every single time you put 
uh, Cap and Tony in the same room, they're like arguing about something as little as as it might have been, you know. And um, they would have fought over the dinner yeah. course meal uh, <laughs> for the evening if yeah. they given the chance. <laughs> They'd be like, "No, clearly chunky peanut butter is better than smooth, you <laughs> idiot!" You know, like <laughs> how can yeah. you be so Tony? How can you be so Tony? arrogant? Exactly. Pass the salt. <laughs> damn it. You didn't tell me you like chunky peanut butter. You have to communicate <laughs> with your team. He's like, damn it, Tony. Why did you change my big band channel? I was listening to that. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. It's like, what's crazy is like, I don't know. I don't know who to side with because one, I'm like shaking my head at Stark being like, really? After you made Ultron and you went crazy, you want to like power up Vision Who's like clearly been, you know, had, you know, that that Ultron was trying to, you know, um, open up and stuff like that, like upload his consciousness to. You knew that. Why did you still try to like, you know, make it happen? You know, that part I was like, come on, Tony, seriously. <laughs> but at the same time, was like, like uh, Rogers, um, he was like, like poking at Tony. He was like creating that kind of like. Um, hostility the whole time whenever they were both in the same room pointing the finger at him blaming him like immediately like being very um argumentative with him so it's it's hard like to pick a side and i don't know if that was just my personality or excellent writing and i want to believe it's excellent writing <laughs> yeah i i i tend to agree i tend to agree with you actually actually are, are you saying we usually don't um how can you be so yeah, arrogant may, case may, i'm so <laughs> damn it you, I bet you like smooth peanut butter. <laughs> You're so headstrong, Salzy. Seen <laughs> a nerd. Civil War coming to a theater near you. The Avengers. The Avengers pillow party is is canceled. Our pillow fight is off. The sleepover is is no more. If You've me ruined and Casey, it. Like have a civil war on the show. I don't. Oh. Okay, spoilers. We're both gonna be fired, and Lauren and Amy are gonna take our spot. This is what's gonna happen. <laughs> Oh, oh, what, 100 gosh. people listening to us right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, no, <sighs> but uh, there was a lot of buildup. You know, you could even tell at the end of the movie when they're kind of saying their goodbyes. There's not even like a handshake. Like at the end of the first Avengers, there was a handshake. This time, no handshake. So <laughs> Yeah, Tony Stark almost drives off like uh, like <laughs> what is uh, what's Ben Stiller's name in Dodgeball? White Goodman. When he oh, drives yeah. away on the back of the moped and just like <laughs> raises his middle finger in the air as he does that, <laughs> I was kind of hoping he, Stark would do that as he drove off. Oh man, so good. Um, so, what do you guys think? What's what's uh, are, after watching you know the second Avengers? Are you guys looking forward to uh, to even more uh, even more of these kind of movies? Are you look are you expecting certain certain things now that we've seen so much from? Uh, phase one and phase two, and now we we move on to phase three of the MCU. I mean, what what do you guys expect for this next phase of, of uh, films we're going to get? I think that, and I I don't want to sound pessimistic, but there needs to be something new. There needs to be some kind of new take on it because there's Marvel is getting into a very <clears throat> distinguishable style in which they have. They have a very unique sense of writing, like action mixed with comedy. Uh, superhero creates the supervillain, and then they have to get together to to stop them. It it almost it's getting a little bit repetitive. And with the amount that uh, comic book movies are really catching on right now, there needs to be something that sets itself 
aside from all of the other comic book movies. Otherwise, I could really see I could see future movies maybe going downhill a little bit and not being as publicly received. Yeah. Or as well public re- publicly received if they don't if they don't take the time to to really separate separate each individual movie instead of watch this new Thor movie just so that you know what the storyline is going into Avengers 3. Into the next movie, you know? Yeah, like we're, exactly. We have to think of movies two or three years in advance now when we're watching the one um, that we're, like, you know, we're sitting in front of the screen. We have to think about those movies coming ahead, and it's, like, it's it's fun because this is the first time it's ever done, but at the same time, like, I had a, I had a good talk with my friend last night about this where um, I don't feel like this movie is a very good standalone Marvel movie. I don't think I'm going to be... I'll be picking them up on Blu-ray, that's for sure. And I'll probably watch it like one or two times. But it's not like going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy where it's like, I don't really know what to watch. I'm caught up on all my shows. Let me just pop in Guardians, you know, because I can watch it anytime. Let me pop in Avengers. I'm going to watch that anytime. This one's going to be... I've, I feel like it's going to be like an Iron Man 2, just not as bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and well, well more constructed. Like, it's going to be a fun movie to watch if, like, you know, you have some family or friends over that's like only seen it once it's like yeah, it's popping avengers this re- yeah. re- you know relive that but it's like uh it's like i'm gonna yeah. watch avengers 3 next week i should probably watch avengers 2 it's not yeah. on a given night oh <clears throat> let's watch avengers 2 yeah exactly and moving forward i'm really looking forward to all of like the separate only one character like movies because yeah. i i really i'm i have a huge thirst for the thirst is so real for just one character What's his story? Let's have a well-crafted story around it, like Daredevil. Um, and, you know, establish a very good fleshed-out villain. Like, I'm looking forward to Ant-Man. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, Black Panther when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, I'm, but I'm mostly looking forward to, because you said you're looking forward to something kind of shaking up, is actually Civil War. And I wasn't looking forward to that before watching uh, Age of Ultron. But to seeing how they're kind of setting up already like the tension between tony and cap i'm looking forward to civil war because you know that you know uh from that disagreement you know is where the whole marvel universe like picks a side and i think it'll be fun watching all these giant battle scenes with like there's eight different superheroes on the screen except they're gonna be fighting eight other superheroes that we also (laughs) know and love so um really that's gonna be the movie to look forward to I, i i feel like now yeah, it's yeah. gonna Civil War is gonna be huge. Uh, you know, I, we read the cast off. I think it was the last week, um, and yeah. and it's it's, it's cut everyone stacked. and probably it's, their mother in it. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, you, you you the question shouldn't be who's in it. It should be who's not in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be pretty crazy. But uh, we had a comment on Twitter though um, about Age of Ultron. This comes from at Mark AGC on Twitter. It's a good film, uh, but still like the first one, uh, handled uh, though handled well, too much of a good thing. Uh, so that's what he had to say about Age of Ultron. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so that so yeah, I mean, you can pretty much sum it up. If you had to rate it on a scale of one to ten, uh, Casey, what would you give it? I'd probably give it a maybe six or a seven. Six or a seven. Matt, give it a hard seven, soft eight. Nice. Yeah. I'm- nice. Give it that that hard eight. That hard yeah. seven. Hard I've seven. Forgot, it's a hard I've seven. forgotten what you've said already. I've already forgotten what you've said. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm with Casey. I'm about to be 
six seven uh, out of ten. Not not my, not not my favorite. Not uh, yeah, not my favorite Marvel film, but certainly um, uh, one of the. It's 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 good. I I really really enjoyed it. Before, I thought it was I thought it was uh, thought it was good. Before we wrap up, I had two things that I wanted to get your guys's opinions on. One is that could the place that that Hulk is off to uh, be his own separate planet per chance? Oh Ooh. yeah. Because he exactly has what I was thinking of. He has these lines where it's like, man, I don't fit in anywhere on Earth. And I almost expected him to like look into the camera. I'm like, oh, he should go somewhere else besides Earth. <laughs> well, you know, jumps they, to another planet. <laughs> he's Planet Hulk so many times. So if that comes to fruition, that would be awesome. Um, Everyone's been the, clamoring for it because it's like arguably like his his best storyline. Yeah. What's the name? What's the name of the guy who plays Hulk? Mark Remind Ruffalo? Me? Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Ruff, Ruff, Rufflin. Rufflin? Rufflin. Yeah, that guy. You should <laughs> you, call you it Ground. <laughs> Mark Groundalo. Uh, he, he, did a, he did a Reddit AMA, and someone asked him if he would be down to do a Hulk, uh, a Hulk Planet, Planet Hulk Planet movie, Hulk. and he said he was totally down. So uh, hopefully that it's happens. It's funny because the setup of that is they, they launch him into space. <laughs> Yeah, he goes crazy. Maybe that's the setup for the next movie. Is like, all right, we tracked you down. Let's launch you into space. Okay, bye. Maybe like the the teams for Civil War start start going, and they're like, all right, well we get Hulk. They're like, no, fuck you guys. We get Hulk. They're like, no, fuck. It was our pick. He's a fantastic Hulk. No, he's an. We're next up. We're next up in the draft. It was our pick. (laughs) All right, we traded up for this spot. Fuck it. No one gets Hulk. We just launch him into space. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Uh, anybody want anything? Add anything else before we wrap up? Yeah, uh, the in the end of the credit scene. Uh, I thought it was a little bit lackluster. I didn't think it added anything to the movie where we see him pull the gauntlet out of the oven. I don't fucking know. Was it baking? <laughs> it was done. <laughs> Ding up! Infinity gauntlet's done. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of disappointed in myself because I did read about that, but I was like, nah, that can't. Be. You didn't. That can't did be stick, real. No, no, no I, stick, I, I stayed for it. I watched uh, it, but I read about that like. Before, obviously, you know, you, you get some people who get to leak spoilers and stuff like that ahead of time. So I had heard about the, the end credit scene, but I was like, that can't be it. Like, that can't be the only thing. But it was. So, yeah, I agree. It was a little lackluster. I mean, it all that did was say, hey, get ready for Avengers 3. I was kind of hoping yeah. for a little bit more than that. You know, I mean, they, they've they've done a nice job with the ending uh, the movie with like a couple end credit scene. Um, with the with the exception of um, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, and even Iron Man three, like those didn't set up anything. But um, you know, I was I was kind of hoping for maybe a little bit more. But I mean, it was like a it was like a what a ten second end credit scene. Um, yeah. So I you know I I was kind of hoping for a little bit more, but you know whatever it it sets up something we already know is going to happen. So I guess that's why I was disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really show anything new with it. And um that was disappointing. But for me, I don't really need like a minute long after it a credit scene, you know, like um like a short teaser like that was was good enough for me and I really like how they you know showed him saying, All right, fine, I'll do it myself, you know, and that was it. I thought it was kinda cool, but I don't really need a lot of setup to the next movie because, you know, we just saw two and a half hours of setup to the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ayo, um, I, but yeah. I, I still I expected more. I expected more than just I, like a, a somewhat familiar face and a gauntlet that we've already seen in yeah. other movies. There's so. nothing new in it, which is yeah. an interesting choice. It might be because they 
maybe they wanted us to focus on being excited for like the next line of movies coming up, you know, like Doctor Strange and Civil War and Ant-Man, but I don't know. It was a weird yeah, maybe, choice. Maybe Thanos was just like he just needed a utensil for eating shawarma, but they cut that scene. <laughs> like he takes he takes out the glove and he's like, "Okay, good." And then he takes a, a scoop of shawarma and starts <laughs> just in his hand. Let me yeah, see what's the big hand. deal with shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right so um so that's gonna wrap it up for our avengers age of ultron review a little in-depth uh on it uh this is pretty much how we wanted it to go so i wanted yeah. to jump in real quick and uh give a quick pre-redaction so i don't have to say it later nice the nice. person that i took that she uh she wrote an article a really good one actually talking about the whole weed and thing um she's a follower on the show on twitter uh follow her at at browncoat or uh really cool girl she uh, did a live tweet of uh, of Supernatural that was so funny. But, uh, yeah, she writes a lot. She has a Tumblr. It's really cool. Um, I totally took her Morse fucking code line from there. So, hi, if you're <laughs> listening now, Amelia, I didn't steal it from you because I said it. So there you go. Credit where credit is due. Yeah, add Brownport or really cool. Nice, nice. Awesome. So, yeah, that is going to do it for uh, this recap. Stay tuned for more recaps. We got... Uh, our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. recap, Arrow recap, and then our regular podcast. So we're Oh, God, so many shows. So many shows today. We're being very so ambitious. But it's because we do it for you guys, and it's yeah. so much fun. So uh, stay tuned, and we will see you shortly. Bye, 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 bye. I was going to say, do we say Facebook? <laughs> uh, should I say Facebook? Wait, wait, should, hey. I, should I plug all our stuff? <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. Don't, what the okay. fuck are we doing? <laughs> What the fuck are we doing? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me redo that. Okay. Casey, do not edit this out. I'm not cutting it. No, fuck that. I was going to say. I thought you were going to say Casey cut this out. All right. So in case you choose to only listen to this podcast today, follow us on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Follow us on Facebook, iTunes, comment about how Instagram. ridiculous we sound uh, just let us uh, let us know G- gmail scene letter n nerd at gmail.com uh, Casey Matt where can they find you guys Twitter uh, at via blast Instagram at facey Cranko uh, snapchat at L shades of Franco can't stress that one enough L shades of Franco is pretty good thank uh, you thank- can you find them anywhere else Casey I'm sorry I think cut you off <laughs> oh uh, uh, tinder at Mr. Dick Pitt. <laughs> Mr. Dick well, I mean, technically, it's it's Mr. Dick Pick underscore two because Dick Pick underscore one was taken and <laughs> Dick Pick underscore was taken. Yeah, it's a it, hot item. It is. It was a very hot name. It's a hot name. Anyway. Well, you can't find me on Tinder, but you can find me on Twitter at I'm Salzy. I M S A L Z Y. Hey yo, hey yo. And you can find me at Pacey Pete on Twitter. Like I said, stay tuned for more podcasts. They are coming your way. We will see you soon. Bye, 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 bye. Facebook again. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I think I was yelling at him that time. <laughs>